0: I know you're jamming to that. Many of us are looking forward to our favorite Thanksgiving plate. Aunt Joyce's mac and cheese, Grandma's dressing, or Mom's sweet potato pie all bring back memories. After stuffing ourselves and taking a nap, we are normally faced with an urgent matter. What do we do with the leftovers? You can only give so many plates away, and turkey sandwiches honestly gets a little old. Here to walk through what to do with the undesirables of Thanksgiving, like old cranberry sauce, is food expert and chef Jordan Wimby, better known as Melanin Martha. Welcome back to Reset.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: Good. So what dishes first are you excited to make for Thanksgiving? What's your table spread going to look like?
1: Oh, my goodness. So we are going to go with a traditional soul food inspired table this year. Um, this is actually my first year cooking, not doing all the cooking myself, but I'm actually going to be cooking with my mother-in-law and she's going to be sharing some of her family recipes with me. So I'm very excited about that this year. So we're doing some baked macaroni and cheese, some candy dams. I'm doing a collard green medley, some roasted turkey. Um, we're going to have sweet potato pie, pumpkin pie, and some other little accoutrements in there as well.
0: Sounds delicious. I haven't had lunch, so my stomach is growling just listening to that. Um, So let's tackle how leftovers are even created in the first place. There's no sure way to gauge on how much food to prepare for the holidays. So how can people on the front end avoid excess food and potential waste?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. That's something that I'm still, even as a chef and someone who's been cooking for quite some time, Is also trying to navigate. I always find myself with a lot of leftovers. Um, I think we have this perception that people are going to eat a lot more than they actually do. So the first thing that I would tell people is, don't go super crazy on the size of the turkey. I have learned that with having a lot of different sides, people are not going to eat an like an insane amount of turkey. So, getting a bird that is Thirty pounds or twenty-five plus pounds can be a little insane, and you're going to be left with a lot of meat afterwards. So, stick with a moderate-sized bird is the number one thing that I always try to focus on when I'm making Thanksgiving dinner. The other things are: if you are going to have a lot of different sides, think about portion sizes. So, if I'm going to have a lot of different things to offer my guests, do I need to make an insane amount of each one of those things if they're going to have six plus items on their plate. So for example, I'm probably gonna make a smaller pan of mac and cheese, a smaller pan of collard greens and yams just because I know that people are going to be eating a lot of different things. Um, I think a lot of the time we think, oh, so many people equates to needing a large quantity of everything. But in hindsight is having a lot of different things to choose from and keeping quantities fairly reasonable.
0: Turkey is the most obvious Thanksgiving dish. But how do we jazz up leftover turkey beyond slapping it between two pieces of bread?
1: That's a great question. So some of the things that I like to do is, um, well, one, I know, zhuzh up your sandwiches. If you are planning on using a sandwich, zhuzh it up. You know, I like to do turkey paninis or turkey grilled cheeses and things like that. But if you're not a sandwich person, think about turkey pot pies or using it in um, doing like one pot dishes like, uh, yeah, turkey pot pies, or mixing it in with a pasta. So really thinking of other ways as a, as what would you use if you were using chicken? Like what would you make if you were using chicken? I should say you can usually substitute any bird with turkey meat. So that's really my rule of thumb um, for that particular thing. Sometimes I'll even fry my, turkey after like I'll bread it a little bit and then make some turkey tenders that I'm going to like flash fry it or deep fry it really fast. If,
0: you, if, if you're food. frying it do you put a batter on it or do you just like pan sear yeah. it? Yeah okay yeah I'll
1: do a quick batter and the thing is that the turkey is already cooked so this needs to be super hot oil in a really quick flash fry situation um, but it they taste delicious especially if you're using dark meat. With breasts white meat tends to dry out a little bit quicker. So that is something to think about is that the darker the meat, the juicier the meat. So I tend to love to save left Turkey leftovers with using dark meat because that juice and that moisture is like kind of still is sitting inside of that Turkey a little bit better than the breast. Um, but yeah, I also like to shred my Turkey breast a lot and make like a Turkey Salad, almost like a chicken salad with Dijon mustard and capers and celery and and um, a little bit of dill, and just eating that with some crackers is phenomenal.
0: And my family will be at my mother-in-law's house tomorrow, and she makes really, really good dressing. Um, mm. There may not be leftovers, but if there are leftovers, um, you know what are some what are some sides that can be put to good use?
1: Oh my goodness! Some of my favorites. Um, I really love taking, I'm assuming she's going to do a cornbread stuffing. Um, some of my favorites are taking your cornbread stuffing, chilling it in the fridge, letting it get nice and cold, and then sticking it in the oven and baking it until it gets crispy. And I will throw cornbread stuffing croutons on any salad, any day of the week. Mm. It is such a delicious, like you get that sweetness, that crunch, that little bit of that little savoriness from all those spices that you're you're using and that paired with a nice salad dressing or olive oil and lemon and your fresh greens it's just wonderful.
0: We're talking to chef. food expert and chef Jordan Wimby also known as Melon and Martha about what to do with all those Thanksgiving leftovers. So going back to the croutons, how do you do you just like pick them apart to turn them into croutons?
1: Yeah, I will usually I will usually cut my stuffing, <clears throat> cut my stuffing with a knife into little tiny cubes, and then I'll bake them, let's say at like 475, toss them a little bit of olive oil so they get nice and crispy and browned, maybe for like 15, 20
0: minutes. And you're what good temperature?
1: I would probably say, let's do 450 on that. Every oven is different. That's another big thing for the holiday. I know that this might not be um, pertaining to leftovers particularly, but when it comes to I know there's a lot of recipes on the Internet pertaining to what to do with your leftovers after Thanksgiving, and they all give you, you know, different temperatures for your oven. Get an oven thermometer. That's going to be the best way for every oven is calibrated differently. So I would say trust your instincts. For me, my oven usually goes around 450, 475, and I stick them in there for about 15 minutes. But really use your best judgment, and use that oven thermometer to help you out.
0: What other reinventions have you come up with?
1: One year, one year I did. um, This was actually a really great thing. And I'm not making the stuffing this year. My mother-in-law is actually doing it. But one year I did take muffin tins and I made my cornbread stuffing in separate muffin tins. So they were like kind of like stuffing muffins, you know, (laughs) and it was great because every single person they were I mean, it was delicious. They were still had that beautiful moisture, that golden crisp on top that we all love in a stuffing. But everybody had their own serving size. So when it was time to go, people could just pop one on their plate, take it to go. And they were super great for freezing and using for meal prep after Thanksgiving.
0: Are there ways that people can get a head start on preparing their food in a way to be easier preserved for the longest time?
1: Yeah, so my rule of thumb is prep all your ingredients beforehand. Chop as much as you can, measure out what you can. In in the culinary world, we call it mise en place. Put in place. So make sure all your things are ready to go. There is nothing more stressful than going into the kitchen and not having anything prepped or prepared, and then trying to get everything timed right and and done in order. If you if you yourself are not in order, right? brine your turkey days in advance. Um, You can brine it up to two days, one day. You can brine it the day before, but I like to brine my chicken and kind of season and prep my chicken a day before so that the day of it's just ready to go into the oven it's gotten dried out a little bit, so that skin's gonna get really crispy. The salt's kind of drawn out all of that excess moisture, and then it kind of goes right back into the chicken. So it really I mean the turkey, so it makes that turkey extra, extra juicy. So prep your turkey in advance. If you're gonna make a homemade pie crust, make that in advance, stick it in your freezer. The day of, all you have to do is roll it out. You can also make your pie filling pie fillings in advance as well, and then the day of you can either bake it fresh or just make the entire pie in advance and stick that in the freezer and then saw it out before your guests arrive.
0: Anything to do with leftover greens, collard greens, mustard greens?
1: Yes. Okay, so greens are probably, greens and mac and cheese are like my favorite Thanksgiving side. <laughs> That's just like, I can pass on almost everything except have a bowl of mac and cheese and greens and be completely content. For me, one thing that I really love to do is take those greens separate all that extra excess liquid that's in those greens. I'll use that liquid. The pot liquor. The pot liquor. You take your pot liquor. You can even put the pot liquor to the side, use it to cook your grits for breakfast the, the next day. You can use it to, you know, make a roux, whatever you want. And then take those greens. You're going to still have a little bit of moisture, but get as much as you can out. And I like to add that to a nice cheesy grilled cheese sandwich. So mm. I have like eight Collard green, like grilled cheese melt. And it is fabulous. And you can even add your turkey to that too.
0: Okay, I know what I'm doing on Friday. That is a great tip. It's so good. It's so, so good.
1: You can also add, I mean, you can also add all of these things to like get creative. I like to take greens sometimes and put them on for breakfast, put them on top of my grits with an egg and some side toast. You know, grits and greens, I know in the States we are really adamant about breakfast being sweet, but eat your turkey for breakfast. Eat your collard greens for breakfast. Like, there is no shame in in having those savory items not just for dinner and not just for lunch.
0: I don't know if you saw, there was a TikTok video last year, a woman A mom was telling her kids in the morning, uh, I'm not making breakfast, all those leftovers. Yes, you need to have turkey for breakfast. Yes, you need to have mac and cheese for breakfast. Uh, I'm not. The kitchen is closed for days. Eat
1: those leftovers for breakfast. You know, me and my wife, we eat leftovers for breakfast all the time just because food is food. And like we have an idea of what food is appropriate for what time of the day. And, yeah, sometimes that can be true. Like if you're brunching with friends, you know. Your options are going to be different. Sometimes you want heavier things at for lunchtime and lighter things for dinner and sweet things for breakfast. I get that. But you can really get creative with the way that you're using all of these things throughout the entire day.
0: It's last minute. So people who have plan their menu for tomorrow, may not want to go back out to the store. But we know what the typical Thanksgiving go-to is. But if somebody wants to add a little something different to the table tomorrow, what flavors or dishes or a little accoutrement would you say put out there?
1: Oh, this is, oh I love this question. Um, this is such a great question.
0: I will say at last minute,
1: people love cocktails. People love holiday cocktails if you have extra cranberries sitting in your house, you know, add them to a cocktail of your choice, make a cranberry rum punch. Or like, you know, if you're planning on doing some sort of fun adult beverage, don't be afraid to throw in some of those lovely herbs that you got for your turkey, thyme, rosemary, cranberries, and make something really festive and fun in your cocktail in terms of food for everyone. mm, That's a great question. I would say, I mean, we love a good, I mean, everyone loves charcuterie, so I'm always a fan of really fun cheeses and things of that nature. But I would say, man, this is such a good question. What can you do? Well, that's I like
0: good. the herbs and you can make cocktails and mocktails. So cranberries, thyme, yeah, so rosemary. I, there we go. There well, we go.
1: Cocktails. And that's a really fun. I, well, I'm a cocktail girl, so I think
0: that's Yeah. Good. Well, I hope that you have a great Thanksgiving. And I know a lot of us here in studio are like mm, grilled cheese and um, and collard greens. That sounds delicious. So uh, quickly, can you tell us about where we can learn more about your food?
1: Absolutely. You are more than welcome to follow me on Instagram at the underscore Martha. Um, you can follow also the my website, which I also post a lot of micro sales if I'm doing some micro, sometimes I do micro bake sales and um, I have lots of pop-ups, small small suppers from my dinner club series. And you can find all of those things on my website as well.
0: Great. We've been talking to food expert and chef Jordan Wimby, otherwise known as Melanin Martha. Thank you so much. And that is it for Reset.